Welcome to Sunday Fun Day, where every episode, this husband and wife give you the scoop on a different ice cream flavor. I'm your King Cone, Marcelo Goldberger. And I'm your ice queen, Carolyn Crow. Today we'll be talking about Milk Bar Cornflake Chocolate Chip Marshmallow Ice Cream. And we are joined by a super special guest. Today's guest was a pastry chef for a number of years before opening his own artisanal chocolate shop, Artisan Confections, in 2005. He sold his chocolate business in 2022 and has now shifted gears, pun intended, career-wise, to working as a bike guide and tour manager for Wilderness Voyagers, a bike touring company that runs trips all over the U.S., he used to make a lot of ice cream back in his pastry chef days and is still a very avid consumer of all frozen treats. And most of the bike tours he leads tend to seek out the best ice cream shops in the area. And he is a founding member of the Scoop Troop. He is a listener of Sunday Fun Day. Everybody, please welcome Jason Andelman. Hi, Jason. How's it going? Welcome. Yay, Thanks. we're so happy to have you. Yeah, I'm stoked. This is going to be super fun. Yeah, you're definitely one of the like, okay, once we started this podcast, who are we going to get for guests? Jason, you're at the top of the list for sure. Sweet. <laughs> but before we get into today's flavor, let's have a little ice cream social where we dish about what's going on with us. But Jason, one very important question we ask every guest, give us the scoop, cone or cup? I am almost 100% cone. Sugar. <gasps> sugar cone wow yeah it's yes. very very rare that i'll get a uh that i'll get a cup i like i like the the textural contrast with the with the cone i'm crying over here finally somebody <laughs> from like the pastry dessert world who likes the cone i thought i was just gonna be like nobody at this point yeah i'm the i'm the purist i like you know i like i like i like the cone um i'll even do cake cone not my favorite mm -hmm. but i'm too cheap to do waffle cone Wow. Yeah, I don't like paying the extra dollar. <laughs> I agree. It is the superior cone, but yeah, it's a little, a little pricey. It is. I used to make those things. I used to work at Baskin Robbins. It was my first job, actually. <gasps> oh my God. I should, should have put that in my bio. I worked at Baskin Robbins in Burke, Virginia, and uh, that was one of my jobs, making, making waffle cones and scooping ice cream. Okay, so Amazing. now we Did know a... the answer to one of your security questions if we ever want to steal your identity. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, what's, what's your favorite uh, flavor from Baskin Robbins while you were there? Um, I think it was, uh, what was it called? Pralines and cream? Mm. Okay. Kind of like a butter pecan. Well, it's like kind of like a butter pecan type thing. Yeah. yeah, it's in that it's in that world. Yeah. On a side note, I did get fired. <laughs> we, had, we had we had we decided to have a party in the uh in, in the in the baskin robbins oh and, no uh, amazing yeah, things went to go. yeah it was a rocky road huh anyway. <laughs> um but yeah jason what's going on with you what's what's happening in your life uh yeah things are good since i sold the chocolate shop um started working for this bike touring company so um lead about uh, eight or nine trips a year, was out mm. in South Dakota this year, was out um, uh, in Maryland, going out to Colorado. Kids are home, uh, mm -hmm. one's in college out in uh, Colorado. So she's home now uh, for Thanksgiving break. And yeah, so, uh, yeah. sorry, no, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I've been really curious though. This, this is coming out right around Thanksgiving and my memories of Thanksgiving at the chocolate shop are always like, okay, this is it. It's it's about to get crazy. So is your life totally different now that you don't have the chocolate shop anymore? 
Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so much wait, wait a second. Have we even set up that you two used to work together? Oh yeah. No. No. <laughs> yes. So that that is the the connection. I've I've referred a couple of times on the podcast to having previously worked at a chocolate shop, which was a very fun job. And uh, yeah, Jason was the the owner of the shop where I worked, and and I think I was your first employee. Yeah, you were. I did that stuff i mean i started the shop and i did it all kind of on my own for like the first year and then i was like this is just too crazy and um <laughs> yeah you uh you were the first employee and uh, that was many many moons ago that was a long time ago now yeah um so yeah so yeah it's nice not um having to worry about all that stuff Mm -hmm. um holiday time last year was great the world cup was on if you remember over <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. there was a lot of world cup watching um and then yeah in-laws come down for thanksgiving at our house so yeah mm -hmm. it's it's nice and relaxing wow uh marcelo do we have anything going on with us besides all of the usual uh thanksgiving yeah. holiday blah 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 for sure something really important happened yesterday you finally watched a horror movie that i've been wanting to watch oh, with you forever that's true <laughs> thanks to one of your favorite podcasts making you listen to more movie talk you watched midsommar which was very exciting i did yeah oh, did you like that yeah i liked it i liked it what yeah. did you think i think i liked hereditary better hmm. okay see i'm not gonna watch hereditary i don't but... know if we can get that <laughs> I didn't actually want to be scared. I just wanted to see uh, the rolling hills of Sweden and uh, pretty dresses with ribbons. That's true. Right. How about you? What's that? Is anything going on with you, Carolyn? Uh, no, I watched a scary movie and uh, we're not even in spooky season. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of like an ice cream related thing to share. I lost one of my good ice cream scoops recently. That was pretty disappointing um you lost it like you know in I lost battle <laughs> no I took it to a volunteer event and I forgot to bring it home and I don't think I'll ever see it again so that's that's a bummer tragic Tra tragedy yes. I mean oh, I'll just have to order another one I mean it's only a problem because it's one of the it's like a real like disher so I use it for like scooping cookie dough and you know it's got it's got a nice little handle on it. So yeah. I'm doing a I'm doing a thumb thing. You guys can't see it. It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I'm bummed about my good ice cream scoop disappearing, but what can you do? Yeah. As you can tell, a lot going on with us. <laughs> Watching <laughs> movies and losing ice cream scoops. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's get over to some ice cold facts about milk bar. Carolyn, what do you have for us this time? I have a milk bar cookbook that I was going to pull all of my research from. And when I went to get it off the shelf today, I realized I loaned it to my sister like two years ago. So I don't, I didn't have the, the source that I wanted to use for this particular portion. So I, I did some homework. Anyway, I can tell you a little bit about Milk Bar. So Milk Bar is a New York-based bakery that was originally an offshoot of a popular restaurant called Momofuku Sam. Momofuku was founded in the East Village by Chef David Chang in 2004. Eventually, the pastry chef at Momofuku, Christina Tossi, had the idea that as they were expanding into the neighboring vacant laundromat space, they should add a bakery to that new property. 
So uh, Christina was the pastry chef there since they opened in 2004. Jason, you know that pastry chefs at restaurants are basically the cookie jar of the restaurant. Uh, everybody wants to get their grubby little fingers into what you're working on. Did you find that you had that issue in your pastry chef experiences? Uh, yeah, a bit. Yeah, totally. Like people would come in and, you know, snack something here. But, you know, I was doing the same thing to the shrimp and the pieces of steak <laughs> and everything. <laughs> restaurant and i like that so <laughs> tip, tip, tip for tat yeah you got yeah, yeah. a little shrimp cocktail yeah yeah people would pilfer for sure uh but the other thing about being a pastry chef at a restaurant is anytime there's a birthday somebody comes to you and they say "Ooh, we got a birthday coming up can you make us a birthday cake for uh this person who works here and you're like okay sure yeah i'm a team player so christina tosi was known for making these crazy elaborate birthday cakes for staff and she would just grab whatever was in her reach in and whatever random stuff she had in dry storage and make these weird combination birthday cakes now this is what i'm remembering from reading in the milk bar cookbook but i i couldn't cross-reference that today so i hope i'm actually right about that i'll check it once i get the cookbook back from my sister so in this new bakery space, she started making these wacky cakes and people were into them. And she started making um, cereal infused ice cream and that became the talk of the town. And by 2021, the ice cream was released in stores. Um, basically what people need to know is this was a fancy New York City thing, and now it's a huge national, international thing. Yeah, it's just a very popular, it's just like taking interesting ingredients and mixing it in. It's probably one of the first big waves of that, right? Uh, you know, it's very common now, like with your, like ranch ice cream and stuff like that, to add very weird, distinct flavors mm -hmm. into ice cream. This was a big recent wave of that, right? It was specifically cereal milk ice cream was the big thing i mean jason do you remember 2008 <laughs> i barely um <laughs> i do i remember actually going to the original mm -hmm. milk bar uh in the east village and it was connected to momofuku sam mm -hmm. uh, which is a little bit more of a casual type restaurant and yeah i remember going in there and thinking it was kind of a cool concept it was you know it was very new york very, mm -hmm. very new york yeah um you know all the stuff they were doing was kind of you know it's kind of fun sort of comfort foodie type stuff birthday cakes that had mm -hmm. sprinkles on them and um yeah. and then we went to the one uh with the kids in Toronto mm. um probably in like 2012 and it was really disappointing because they mm. they had just like this room and all the cookies and everything were sort of pre-packaged they're obviously be mm -hmm. being made somewhere and shipped you know to Toronto mm -hmm. um but um yeah it's kind of this sort of play on comfort food the cereal milk that kind of stuff yeah, kind of kitschy um, yeah very kitschy and another interesting fact is that uh christina tosi is from uh my rival high school in northern <laughs> virginia she, <laughs> she's she's a bit younger than me but she went to west springfield high school and went to james madison university oh my gosh now yeah. we can steal her identity with her security questions totally <laughs> <laughs> that's david, crazy david chang also from northern virginia Hmm. Oh, all right. Nova. Yeah. So we're all representing here, except they are yeah. millionaire. They're millionaires and I'm <laughs> in a basement with bikes behind me. <laughs> <laughs>
That's okay. It takes all kinds, right? Exactly. Well, so she, Christina Tosi did win a James Beard Rising Chef Award, I believe in 2014. And yeah, she's gotten all kinds of praise and attention for her uh, Americana desserts that really embrace uh, comfort food flavors, but mix it up a little bit with her classical pastry chef training and uh yeah i don't know i've got a lot of opinions and i'm kind yeah. of holding them all in. yeah no i'm sure uh, <laughs> everybody on this phone uh, on this call has a lot to say about that uh, style of um, food making but we'll get to that when we get to the flavor of the day and let's go to a break All right, we're back with our guest, Jason Andelman, and it's time for the main event. This week, we tasted Milk Bar Cornflake Chocolate Chip Marshmallow Ice Cream, and in so many ways, it was a mouthful. (laughs) Before we give our personal reviews, we always read the company's take on their product, or as we like to call it, the ice cream dream. Coming from the Milk Bar website, our riff on your classic chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, remixed Milk Bar style. Cookie dough flavored ice cream with cornflake crunch, chocolate flavored chunks, and gooey melted marshmallow swirls. And spoiler alert, almost none of that was in there. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how our review works is we each tried the ice cream and then independently scored them from one to five in taste, texture, creativity, and visual appeal. We'll each go over our personal scores, then average them together, and that'll give us our final score. So. Marcello, can you please kick it off? All right, glad to. Uh, yeah, this this one was a, a real, a, a real, hmm, a real tough, <laughs> not tough. I, I feel very clearly about how I feel about this one. I don't know. It was a weird, I was not expecting this. Milk Bar, you know, has a reputation for a certain kind of thing. And I was expecting kitschy and weird or whatever. Um, I, but I expected to like it more. Like I don't have, mm. I, I'm not such a classicist that I need it to be like, you know, just Cherry Garcia. It's two classic flavors perfectly blended together. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. happy to try out weird stuff just to see what it's like and not necessarily hate it at the box. But man, this was was not doing anything for me. For taste, I gave it a two. Mm-hmm. Um, it just had s- such a weird taste. I, I couldn't even, I don't even know what I was tasting. There's so many tastes in here, as mentioned in the very long name. I don't know if I tasted any of that. Like I was hoping for cornflake. I was hoping for marshmallow. I was hoping for, you know, chocolate chip cookie dough, like one of my favorite ice creams as a kid. Like mm-hmm. I have very clear thoughts in my head about what this was going to taste like. And it didn't taste like anything. It just had this weird, I don't know if it was a bitter aftertaste or you know, not even an aftertaste, like a front taste, like, I don't know, or acerbic. Like I, it wasn't quite bitter. Yeah, it tasted like, I mean, the ice cream base part tasted like brown sugar to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Or Maybe just, that's the sort of burnt thing you're, mm-hmm. you know, you know I, I don't know. It was, it was like malt extract, but not like malt, I guess. I mean, we've had malt ice creams pretty recently, but malt was sort of the, the thing that came to mind. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. The taste was not good. I did not like the taste. It didn't taste like any of the things I wanted it or it should have tasted like. Yeah, I definitely give it a two. It was not successful on any of the levels that it said it was going to be. Yeah, taste was weird. Yeah, taste, taste damn weird. Um, 
the texture too like again like the the website so clearly states that it's like a crunch that you're gonna get from this cornflake like that is such a promise there that you're gonna bite and that's obviously it's hard it's an ice cream you're freezing things Mm -hmm. that that is such a difficult thing and so many other brands have failed you know to get that crunch in there but at least there's something but there was not there's no texture to the cornflake i don't even know if there was any cornflakes in this period and i mean in the look of it looks going to come later but it's so much a part of it like in the picture on the website you could so clearly see the string of marshmallow mm-hmm. and the strings of, of, of cornflakes in there and there was none of that in there like i dug half like i split it down the middle just to make sure i was going top to bottom like no inclusions were sunk to the bottom mm-hmm. and we got none of that there was only the chocolate chunks in there as far as i could tell if there was in there it was fully blended into the point of just being a mush you know mm-hmm. um so yeah it was i don't know man it was wild the whole thing was wild the texture was was fine you know in in the sense that like it was kind of like a regular ice cream with a little bit of that kind of gum Mm -hmm. feel to it Mm -hmm. but yeah it it was it didn't have a marshmallow gooeyness combined with the the corn you know flake crunch and then an ice cream base and then the chocolate chunks chocolate chunks were fine also kind of barely there you know they were there more than anything else but still not particularly fantastic um for creativity again like i want to give points usually for ambition and trying trying to do something but like it's, it actually worked against them because it was such a failure on its creativity of putting mm. cornflakes in it. And that like, because they flew so close to the sun, they <laughs> wings burnt up and they just plummeted <laughs> to the ground. It was like, that's such a terrible, like if they were just being a little ambitious and then they didn't yeah. quite get there, it's like, oh, you tried, nice, nice job guys, pat on the back, you know, but mm-hmm. this is Milk Bar, it's known for this. And for like to, to fail at your, that one thing you're supposed to be good at is like, nah nah guys do 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 way better than this um and then visual appeal for the exact same reason i gave it a two so straight twos Mm. again looking at that website picture it's like that is a good looking picture of an ice cream you really want to have it's got that kind of golden color from the cornflake it's got the the chocolate chunks in there it's got the white from the from the marshmallow like there's so much visual appeal to to be in there and then to just get an ice cream, a regular looking ice cream with chocolate chunks is like, boo, hiss. You like came and you came and found me and showed me the picture and you were like, look how good this picture is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a a good shot. Yeah. Jason, you know, two, so two, two, my total score is two because it was all twos. Jason, what'd you think? Yeah, I was a little bit more generous, but pretty much the same comment. So, um, I did end up tasting this with my wife and my younger daughter. And uh, we kind of tasted it all together. We did the same thing. We kind of like scooped down in there, made sure it was all, you know, we were getting sort of equal portions of inclusions and all that. Mm-hmm. And we all have the same comments. So as far as flavor goes, I gave it a three. Um, I didn't hate it, but it did have this sort of weird sort of artificial flavor to it. Um, yeah. I do like that they, instead of like, cookie dough ice cream which usually has chunks of cookie dough in it they did make the ice cream base have sort of a flavor of cookie dough i was trying to figure it out at first and then i remembered oh yeah it's supposed to be cookie dough flavor but it was like kind of a brown sugary Mm -hmm. just a weird sort of artificial taste um but i didn't you know it was sweet i didn't really get a whole lot of marshmallow in there um so you know which i wasn't too upset about i'm not a huge marshmallow person Mm -hmm. anyway um (laughs) 
you know, I, I, I don't like s'mores. We go, we do the s'mores. I like the act of it sitting out there with the campfire, but I never yeah. eat one myself because I don't really like marshmallow that much. Mm. Um, so there, but there wasn't a whole lot of that in there. Um, I did think it was going to be more sweet than it actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It did, you know, so there's that. Um, I was a bit concerned about the chocolate flavored chips, they yeah. say, yeah. on the thing. <laughs> so I was thinking, oh, it's going to be some really crummy, you know, chocolate coating type stuff. But they actually weren't bad. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. they were very, very small. And there mm-hmm. wasn't very many of them. Yes. So that was pretty disappointing. There wasn't a whole lot of chocolate going on in that in that ice cream. It was more strongly flavored toward the base. Um, the cornflake thing, I too was excited when I said, oh, cornflakes, crunchy cornflakes. But then, you know, the pastry chef brain starts going out like, how are they going to keep these things crunchy <laughs> yeah. in this ice cream base? And like, are they coating them with like something so they stay crunchy? Yeah. But it didn't matter. Yeah. Because they were just like little like bits. They were like very, barely discernible. Like it was yeah. like, mm-hmm. it was like, it was like the stuff at the bottom of the cornflake bag. Yeah. yeah to the dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, that was a bit disappointing too. Um, Abigail, my daughter said it smelled kind of funky. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if that's good or bad. Oh, funky. It was, it was, that was like part <laughs> of the, the taste. Yeah. It was like, I was so surprised by it on all levels. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate the taste of it. Like I, I, Mm -hmm. you know, I I ate the whole scoop and Mm -hmm. I was, I was, it was fine. So that's why I gave it a three. (laughs) Um, Texture kind of same deal. Yeah. Those cornflake bits were like just ground up nothing. Um, I wish the chocolate chunks were a bit bigger. Um, Marshmallow, you know, I was thinking it was going to be more like fish food where there's like a big, Mm -hmm. you know, thing in there. (laughs) Yeah. And there was like nothing, you know, we had to really kind of dig down and, the color of the well that i guess goes to visual appeal i'll get to that but uh creativity i gave it a three um i know what they're trying to do um but like you said they they failed you know <laughs> with the description so yeah you can be as creative you as you want but if it doesn't work then it doesn't work um so yeah i was a bit disappointed there but you know i i think it was based on a cookie that they make and they're like oh we'll mm-hmm. take yeah. this cookie and we'll make it into ice cream and you know, so it was, a, it was a good attempt, but it just it just fell a little flat. Um, and then for visual fe- uh, visual appeal, I gave it a three. Also, um, yeah, the the there wasn't you know when you kind of looked at the scoop ice cream, you couldn't really see chunks of cornflake. You couldn't mm-hmm. really see much of the way of chocolate. The 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 marshmallow that was in there was sort of like the same color as the ice cream base. Mm-hmm. You couldn't really you know, yeah, there's no distinction. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I was I was straight threes. Uh, across the board wow um trying to think of any other comments that i made uh again abigail commented on the um cornflakes saying they were chewy and got stuck in her teeth mm. and, we, and we can't and we can't have that <laughs> kid, kid, kid just got her braces off like oh, six oh my gosh that's, um, a, that's a no so yeah so straight threes uh very average for me okay interesting carolyn how about you i'm i'm sort of falling right in between those two scores so for taste i gave it a three i agree it was funky but i didn't hate it but also uh, did it taste like cookie dough no 
I, I was yeah. trying to figure out looking at the ingredient label, like what what the heck did they do here? And so the first sorry, and speaking of that ingredient label, there's a lot of stuff on that ingredient label. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, my eyes like glaze over looking at it. So the first ingredient, of course, is cream. The second ingredient is something they call cornflake crunch. So in that milk bar cookbook that I loaned to my sister two years ago, they have a whole bunch of different iterations of this crunch thing that they make. So they they basically just like crumble up milk powder and in this case cornflakes and uh they uh, butter um and and depending on what the flavoring is then they add other flavorings to it so they bake that and then they like basically enrobe it in white chocolate and more uh milk powder so that's how they get like the crunch thing going yeah and as we've learned from doing this podcast you have to come you have to coat it in something like and like you were saying jason or else it's just going to turn into mush and for them to not know how to do that seems wild to me so what do they use the crunch for like in the cookbook like what, what would you so the crunch the... the crunch is like one of their go-to ingredients that they just throw into everything so they put it in between like cake layers or they throw it into cookies or whatever so i guess that they were trying to both infuse it in the cream and use it as an inclusion i mean it's the second ingredient on here which means they're using a lot of it but um, I mean, we'll get to this when I talk about texture, but I, I had exactly one bite of cornflake crunch in my bowl of ice cream. So um, yeah, anyway, taste taste was weird. It definitely had an artificial flavor to it. So, <laughs> and who the heck knows where that came from, but it it was weird, but I, I didn't hate it uh, for texture. I gave it a two. I just got that one bite. It was literally the very last bite of ice cream in my bowl. I got just a little snacky of the cornflake crunch. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that's where that was. Uh, and there wasn't, there just weren't enough inclusions, period. And I I truly didn't notice any marshmallow at all. I don't, I don't know if I got any. Um, Creativity, I gave it a four because they did try to do something wild and wacky. And I I took a point off because once I realized that this was uh, just a version of a cookie that they make, I was like, all right, well, you can't just repurpose your own creation. Visual appeal, I gave it a two. It didn't really bring anything to the table. It certainly didn't look anything like that beauty shot that you excitedly showed to me on the website. <laughs> so, um, and look, I'm in marketing. I'm aware that the, you, you play it up. There's, you know, professional food photographer, photographers who make this thing, make beautiful, make it look beautiful. And it's like, look, it's never going to live up, but there's still a promise that's being made. And yeah. that's, that's why my scores were just so low. There was such a promise on every level of this ice cream that it failed so hard at in every situation that it was just, it was like the halo top, uh, red velvet ice mm -hmm. cream. It, it felt that it's the same score actually that I gave that. Yeah. It that sounded had, horrible by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it, and, and yeah, maybe it's unfair to get the, put this at exactly the same. That was certainly the, the lesser ice cream in, in a lot of ways, but it, for the same kind of, you know, flying to, there's a promise being made to the consumer. And I feel like I wish they just didn't do it period in every level. 
I do want to, I do want to very briefly point out that yes, we did not like the halo top ice cream, but it was a listener suggestion. And that listener sent me such a nice message on Instagram after that episode came out. She was so (laughs) sweet about it. And we were just not sweet about it. So thank you again to Instagram listener whose name I can't remember. Uh, We still love you, even though we did not love that ice cream. Um, Yeah. And we, we didn't love this ice cream either. Uh, So with our three scores combined, we've given this a 2.57. What did you give? What was your final score? Oh, I'm sorry. My final score was 2.7. So 2.57 is where we landed. And I don't know. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I was. I mean, I think if it had more like texture to it, it would Mm -hmm. be better. You know, like, you know, I didn't really. Like I didn't mind the flavor of the ice cream base. I mean, yeah, it tasted yeah. a little artificial. It was it was sort of sweet and brown sugary mm-hmm. flavor to me. And you know, I ate the whole bowl, but I mm-hmm. wish I, I wish there was more just chunks of stuff in it. Yeah. I like ice I like ice cream when it has like a lot of, you know, textural contrast. Yeah. Um you know, there's nothing like getting a good cookies and cream when you get like half an Oreo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like <laughs> hater. I got a free cookie in mm-hmm. this thing. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it was just really, it was, you know, it's just, it just, I think it missed a mark on the texture. And like you're saying, like from a marketing standpoint, if you're going to say mm-hmm. all these things are in your ice cream, then you need to deliver. Oh, and now let's go on to our next segment, the wheel of toppings. Carolyn, spin that wheel. Alrighty, here we go. Okay, this is this is gonna be really interesting. Mm-hmm. We got pretzels. Hmm. Mm. I mean, Which... that's gonna bring that crunch in there I'm looking for. Literally any kind of texture. It get brings some salty in there, which balances the kind of that sugary, brown sugar sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can make it not be mush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it might be exactly the contrast that we're looking for. What do you yeah. think, Jason? No, I 100% agree with Marcelo. You put those crushed up pretzels on top, a little bit savory, kind of cut the sweetness there. Yeah. I mean, if it's not like being included in the ice cream, right? The, mm-hmm. the toppings. It's the toppings. Yeah, it's on top. Yeah. On there, put it on top with a spoon. What, yeah. Well, what if you have a cone? Uh, you can you can like roll them around in crushed up pretzels, right? That would be good too. There yeah. You go. yeah, I'm I'm all in on pretzels. Yeah. I Great. think I... My my only thing I'll say about pretzels is they're just gonna make you realize what the ice cream is lacking, but that's okay. It'll it'll make up for the ice cream shortcoming. Well, there's nothing that the I mean nobody can save this ice cream from its lackings. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the ingredient you could put on it, the topping would be um, actual cookie dough and actual marshmallows and actual yeah. you know that's that's what you, <laughs> actual cornflakes. That's what you can put on there. Right. What happened to Will it float? I, 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 and this is me. It definitely comes from me. Like I cannot think of a soda. Ever. There's only <laughs> so many soda profiles. Like, like root, root beer. Root there's beer. root beer and root Coke. Beer. And what am I going to say? Sprite and ginger ale. And like, I mean, again, it's just, there's only, there's only so many options as opposed to the wheel, which can really be varied and give you a different right. thing and kind of really mix it up and be spontaneous. The, the float, I just can't possibly think of it every time. Yeah. Would this thing float? 
(laughs) 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 Yeah, will will it float? Um, I mean, so in theory, I would say no, but since it doesn't deliver on the inclusions that it promises, I'd say, sure, yeah, we could could float it with- um, Root beer might bring a, I don't know. I don't know, mate. I don't even know if root beer would go good with it. You know, honestly, I don't care. I don't, I don't like floats anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's going to be the segment. Great. Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Excellent. This is the death of it right here. Right. The guest asks us Who to do it float? and then says, I hate them anyway. You know what? It, it's like the float is like, the, it, it just, it backs up the ice cream line. You know, they're used to just, yeah. you know, busy ice cream place. They want scoops. Get someone throws a float in there. Sunday, so with a milkshake, <laughs> just backs up the whole line. So this is a prejudice from your Baskin Robbins days, I see. Maybe. Yeah. Thank you so much to our guest, Jason Andelman. Jason, is there anything that you'd like to tell our friends? Uh, don't order a milkshake in the uh, Baskin Robbins line. <laughs> <laughs> and, you only get one, and, you, and you only can get one sample <laughs> pro tip from an old hand at baskin robbins we have a whole show about how i feel about ice cream samples uh yeah that's that's a future bonus episode for sure <laughs> yes like we say every episode guys be nice to your scooper <laughs> they're people too <laughs> All right, thanks again, Jason, and thanks to all of you for listening. Before we get to the last bite and reveal next episode's flavor, here's your friendly reminder to please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Please, please, please. It really helps other people find the show when you review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, blah, 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 blah. So how about you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review? And we'd love to hear your suggestions for what flavor to try next, always. So DM us on Instagram at Podcast or email us at sundayfundaypodcast at gmail.com. That's Sunday with an E and fun day with a Y. Why don't we go ahead and reveal next episode's flavor? All right, next episode's flavor is something that we mentioned earlier. It's an oldie but a goodie, Edie's Rocky Road. Mm, Yes, I've never had Rocky's Rocky's Road. (laughs) I've never traveled down Rocky's Road before. Well, Edie's invented it, so we're we're gonna have it the way the creators intended. That's got marshmallow in it too. That's true, it does. It all comes back, what a dovetail. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that'll put the cherry on top for today. As ever, I'm Marcelo. And I'm Carolyn. Reminding you to always live life a la mode. Bye. Bye.